0: Broadcasting live from the Business Radio X studios in Woodstock, Georgia, it's time for Cherokee Business Radio. Now, here's your host.
1: Welcome to another exciting and informative edition of Cherokee Business Radio. Stone Payton here with you this morning. And today's episode is brought to you in part by Alma Coffee, sustainably grown, veteran owned, and direct trade, which means, of course, from seed to cup, there are no middlemen. Please go check them out at myalmacoffee.com and go visit their roastery cafe at 3448 Holly Springs Parkway in Canton. Ask for Harry or the brains of the outfit, Leticia, and please tell them that Stone sent you. You guys are in for a real treat this morning. Please join me in welcoming to the broadcast with Yoga with Renee, the lady herself, Miss Renee DeLuca Eater, yoga teacher, just all around good person, business entrepreneur welcome to the show
0: thank you so much stone for having me it's so great to finally meet you in person
1: well it's a delight to get a chance to visit with you Um, i've been blessed in so many ways um not the least of which is uh, I've met a gentleman by the name of Dean Belmoth.
0: Oh, wonderful, <laughs> wonderful man.
1: I'm familiar. I'm familiar with him. Yes. Well, and, and, and Dean suggested that we connect. Uh, it's it, it's been a while. We were talking on the phone uh it, it may have been two or three two or three months ago. I've really been looking forward to this conversation. I am absolutely fascinated with this whole idea of Yoga. I like to read about um, uh, introspection and, and, and getting oneself sort of aligned with whatever is out there. And I, my knowledge base is virtually non existent. And so I'm excited to learn. I, I'm excited to, to hear you share your story. Let's start though, um, because this is a business for, for you it mission, is. purpose. What, what, in a nutshell, are you really out there trying to do for folks?
0: I think bring a lot of awareness, awareness around yoga and what it is and what it means. Um, I like to think a lot about the goal or objective of yoga, if there is one, which I honestly don't think that there is, but is to raise collective vibration so that everyone comes into a space where they are vibrating at their highest possible energy, and doing all kinds of wonderful things, whether it's continuing to practice mm-hmm. yoga, becoming a yoga teacher or maybe it's something different maybe you want to be the best mom that you can be or you want to be uh, the best dentist that you can be i think yoga is a, a space that allows you to expand your consciousness and expand into the greatest potential of what you of what you can be so is there an accepted
1: definition of what yoga is that maybe just differentiates it from exercise or stretching or meditation is there some kind of general definition that it fits within
0: Well, one of the beautiful things about yoga is that it's, uh, you know, super old. And because of that, there's a lot of different interpretations and ideas and meanings and symbology that go along with yoga. But, But a couple of things that stick out to me that I feel like really differentiate yoga from stretching is attention to breathing. So putting yourself in different shapes is is beautiful and wonderful for a lot of of different reasons. But when you really start to concentrate on your breath, which is a lot of what we do in a a yoga practice, that makes it feel different, not only physically in your body, but also emotionally and, and spiritually. It's that connection to breath that bridges the inner world as we connect to it and the outer world as we experience it. So yoga isn't necessarily just the external or the physical practice. It's something that encompasses all the different layers and aspects of of, of being. And, you know, another thing that I like, um, that I probably is more of like my mantra when I, when I think about teaching yoga in a more professional sense or a, mm-hmm. a classic sense is uh, going back to the ancient texts of Patanjali's Yoga Sutras, and particularly... One of the sutras or one of the the sentences or verses in the book is yoga chitta vritti narodaha, yoga chitta vritti narodaha, which means yoga ceases the fluctuations of the mind. Mm. So again, beyond the physical, kind of connecting to that space within, which allows your mind to calm down and and you catch glimpses of inner peace and and, and who you really are. And so... That's a whole lot of information. <laughs> well, no,
1: again, I, 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 I was being quite genuine when I say I find, I find this whole idea fascinating. I personally oh, beautiful. Um, find, find it difficult to get my mind still. Mm-hmm. The one place where I have found that, uh, and my listeners will not be surprised, <laughs> is in the woods. It, it, oh. You know, in, in a tree stand or fishing or just walking in the woods, that is where my mind is the stillest. And I feel uh, very refreshed. And I I can't help but wonder if people who regularly practice yoga don't achieve that or something well beyond what I'm
0: feeling when I'm in the woods. I I think it's a a very similar experience. And Hmm. and yoga doesn't necessarily have to be oh, I have to go to a yoga studio, I have to buy certain clothing, I have to be at a certain level or practice a certain style or intensity of yoga. Yoga can be painting, it can be singing, it can be being out in the woods, it can be sitting and observing your breath, it can be uh, being with a special person. It can be anything that kind of creates that same state that you're describing. And and yoga is just, you know, one way to get there. Another beautiful saying that was shared with me is the paths are many – but the truth is one. So whatever gets you there, you know, gets you to that to that space. But but what you're experiencing and being out in the woods and fishing, is that yoga? Absolutely. Absolutely. Wow, I'm delighted to hear you say that. <laughs> Look how, you're you're an advanced <laughs> practitioner, you didn't even know it. Just like that, did Look not at that know stone. That. Way to
1: go. But but it's so true. Um for example, fishing or hunting, which I I enjoy both immensely, um, I really have a fantastic time whether I harvest anything or not. Like, right. I went fishing the other afternoon in a place I didn't know, uh, di- didn't really know where to go or what to do when I got there, but I knew I was going to be near the water. And I still got, I just thoroughly, it just, it just, it really just sort of helped me calm my mind. And actually, I think maybe it's, it may be one of the sources of creativity and refreshment f- for me. So in, in your environment, um, do you find yourself teaching entire classes? Is it one-on-one? What, what's What's the, the mode for you?
0: well i jokingly say i'm kind of a one stop shop for for yoga <laughs> instruction um i've been teaching yoga since 2000 so this is my 22nd year oh my. of teaching um yoga so odds are if there has been a yoga class or gathering of some kind i've probably led it in one way or another. Um, I, so I do teach, um, group classes, um, all, all over the place, um, a lot here in Cherokee County, uh, specifically at, at Lifetime Fitness here in Woodstock, just off a of highway. 92. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm also, uh, right around the corner from here at Jen Miller Fitness, which is right off of Mill Street, uh, right near downtown, uh, Woodstock. Those are probably the, the classes that I do. So you're in that studio. My, my buddies over at Mesmerized Media, they're your neighbors. Right, right? next door. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right next door. <laughs> yep. And I met those guys and they are lovely. They oh, are a hoot. Yeah. I toured their studio and it was just, uh, beautiful. And those guys, they said great things about, about you. They said, Oh yeah, you're the one to see stuff. Oh yeah, he likes to come over and have a beer Everyone." So I wow. do. And I'm like, all right.
1: <laughs> when I'm out of beer, but I, you know. It- <laughs> I live right here on the edge of town, and I love walking to town. I'll do a couple of calls, and I'll stop oh, by the nice. Woodstock Beer Market or Daily Draft or Reformation. But when I'm low on beer budget, then I run down and see <laughs> Tim and Jared. They got some in the refrigerator. But, yeah, okay, so you so you teach there as well. I teach there as well. Right, so, yes, see, sure. come
0: and have a yoga class with me, and Dean, who introduced us, will likely be in that yoga class. Because okay. that's how we met was All through right. gin. And then we can go have a beer next door. Mesmerize. <laughs> <laughs> that
1: is beautiful. I absolutely I love it. Love it. I love it. So does that present a challenge, though, when you mm-hmm. have a group of people? Um, I'm operating under the impression they might be at, I don't know if different levels is the right word, but, sure. but one might be more flexible than the other or have more experience. And that, that's got to be, you really got to be on top of your game to, to give everyone the best
0: experience, right? Absolutely, absolutely. So especially in, in larger you know, group classes where you have, say, 6 to 10, 12, 15, 25, 30 people, yeah. people are all going to come in and they're going to have different Energy. You know, some people, like you said, are going to be more flexible. Some people are going to be a lot stronger. Some people are dealing with um, illness or injury of some kind. And you need to be able to get to that place where you can lead everybody to connecting with their breath and connecting with their body. And if afterwards they feel like they found a little bit of stillness and peace, like they're out in the woods fishing or hunting, if they find that, that place and find a little stillness for a little while, I feel like I've done... I've done my, my job, my job.
1: Sure. Mm-hmm. So, which leads me to, to ask, um, even though I was, I played ball when I was young and I'm kind of active, I am the absolute antithesis of physically <laughs> flexible. I'd like to think that in, in my business life, I'm flexible, <laughs> and try to accommodate. Uh, but no, I, I am, I am just, you know, like, and my wife is very flexible. Sure. So for someone like me, there's still a place in this arena. There's still a path. There's oh, one hundred
0: percent. You know, okay. yoga- I'm also
1: short and fat, you know, <laughs> which everyone in Woodstock already knows. But
0: <laughs> no, ab- absolutely, yoga is for everyone. It doesn't, uh, you know, matter if y- you uh, look a certain way or you're a certain height or weight or anything like that. Anybody can practice. I, you know, I I hear that all the time. People come to me, Renee, I don't know if I can do yoga because I'm not flexible. Yeah. And if 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 you were flexible already, you probably wouldn't be coming to yoga class. Right. <laughs> or if I had a dollar for every time somebody came to me and said, oh, you know, I would do yoga if I was more flexible. That's the reason why you come to a yoga practice to begin with. And so I I'll often say if, if you can breathe, you can practice yoga. And and as a matter of fact, you know, I work with people over the years that have been in in different states of coming back from injury, and they might not have a whole lot of mobility. I've worked with people that are literally bedridden or who are in in chairs and cannot stand up. Can those people practice yoga? They have beautiful, absolutely beautiful practices. And are there people that I work with that can tie themselves up in knots and do the splits and do handstands? Absolutely, there's those people too. And that's one of the things that's that's beautiful about yoga is it really truly reaches um, everyone. And, and not everyone, you know, necessarily wants to come to a group class and have that experience. You right. know, some people want to work one on one or with small groups or just with their spouse or just with their Family members, or just with a a special person, and and I absolutely provide those experiences as well. So,
1: so what's the backstory? How did you get in, in, involved with this? <laughs> I,
0: I, I, you said when was it? You said you started doing this. So I started teaching yoga in two thousand. I actually yeah. discovered yoga. Um, the year before so 1999 all the way last century wow <laughs> now we both feel really old she's been teaching yoga in two different centuries i guys. know i know it makes me sound like i can live forever like some yogis can live forever maybe i'll be one of those that spans right? into a third century god willing i don't know but um yeah so i um, and a lot of people find this kind of interesting i used to be in law enforcement i was a police officer Really? Uh, for many, many years, 10 years, um, to be exact. Um, and so obviously law enforcement, even back then, I left in 04, but even back then, you know, it's a, it's a stressful job for a lot of different reasons that we can all kind of relate to, I think, uh, universally. And so my husband actually suggested, um, that I try a yoga class to reduce stress. And I was like, what? Yoga? Like what? I, what? Like I didn't even know really what it was. You know, we have all these preconceived notions about what it is. And so I was kind of like, uh, okay. And I ended up in what's called a Bikram style yoga class, Bikram yoga, which is a very hot, heated yoga, 104 degrees. humidity. It's a very intense, physical, like sweaty type practice. And so I was very skeptical, of course, going in because one, I'd never done yoga before. And two, I didn't really like being hot. And so I was like, (laughs) but but I was a newlywed and I was like, okay, honey, whatever you want to do, sure, I'll try it. And so um, I went and um, within a very short time, I I found that I was very drawn to the practice. Um, You know, there's a lot of focus, there's a lot of breathing, there was a lot of intensity. And I found that when I when I practiced yoga, that all the other thoughts in my mind went away, that I became very peaceful and very still in my mind, which helped me really recharge. And then I felt like I was better able to deal with all the stressors of, you know, just life in general, not only being a police officer, but all those vicissitudes of life just in general that, that come your way. And, you know, then just a couple of weeks, I was practicing quite a bit. I was going all the time. I was like, "Well, what time's that meeting? Mm, I gotta go. I, I have a yoga class. I gotta go to." <laughs> so all of a sudden, I'm skipping meetings uh, to go to yoga. But um, you know, other officers would would come to me and say, "Hey, you know, you smile more. Like you seem happier. Like you look different. Like what's going on?" And at first, I'd be like, "Uh, I don't know," because I was kind of embarrassed. I mean, I'll, I'll be honest, you know, I, I wasn't sure about how that was going to, um, be received by others, particularly police officers. Yeah. And then eventually I kind of, you know, became comfortable with it. It was just like, Hey, I'm, I'm practicing yoga. And some people will be like, what? Like, did you join a cult? Cause that's <laughs> what some people thought it right, was, right. you know, it didn't have quite the, the mainstream awareness that we have now. And, um, and some people were like, Hey, can I join, you know, can I, can I try it with you? And, um, you know, it was just a wonderful way to um, connect to myself. And in in time, um, people would start to ask me to help them with flexibility or their back. You know, mm. people were having back issues yeah. or, you know, at the time, um, officers had PT tests where we had to, you know, run a certain amount of time, you know, run a, a 1.5 miles in a certain amount of time. We had to do a certain amount of sit-ups, a certain amount of push-ups. And there's also a flexibility test, a sit and reach where you had to sit on the floor, legs straight, and reach forward and, and push your hands on this box, and they would measure your flexibility. And that was a it was a, a test in order for you to get certified to become a police officer at the time. Oh wow. And so some people were were struggling with that. And they found out that I practiced yoga and all of a sudden people were asking me for advice. Um and that's kind of how the whole yoga teacher you know wow. journey started. It. And back then, you know, you didn't really need to be certified. People would be like Oh, ask Deluca. She knows something about yoga. She'll make you more flexible. And and you know, I started um, teaching at police academies and things like that. This was uh, out west when I was still in Utah, and um, that's kind of how my yoga teacher uh, journey became official. Is that I just started uh, teaching yoga to police officers that were struggling with their PT tests. I'm really glad I asked. That's uh,
1: no, I am. That's a fascinating backstory.
0: Yeah, it's unusual. I'd like to say that I, you know, was out in the mountains and someone picked me, you know, some kind of guru and all that stuff. It wasn't. It was born really out of practical, practical reality and out of, out of life. And in as time continued on, I, I realized that I'd rather be teaching yoga than working.
1: So, okay, on the, on the business side of things, how does the whole, and I ask all my, most of my guests this, cause I'm a, I'm a kind of a sales and marketing person. Oh, you know, like yeah, a, great. Um, and so how does the whole sales and marketing thing work for a yoga practitioner? How do, How do you get the new business?
0: Well, you know, there's lots of different ways to do it. Most of my business comes from people that have met me through group classes. So Mm -hmm. teaching at a larger space or a fitness uh, place that maybe is a a health and wellness place in a more general sense. But maybe they want to offer yoga to their their clients. And so a lot of people I meet um, uh, that way. And maybe they want to further their journey. They want to learn more. They want to work with me one-on-one or in a small group. And so I get a lot of my business, a lot of it's through word of word of mouth, word of mouth, um, for sure. Um, I have kind of started since, uh, you know, the past year and a half of, in two years has made a lot of changes in business environments and my oh, business yeah. is no different. Um, I, I would never have thought, and I don't speak in absolutes much, but I, I never would have thought to teach yoga virtually. Uh, to me, it's always an in person experience. That exchange of personal energy is really important. And being able to observe someone as they're breathing in, in the postures is really important. But yeah. because of some of the things that happened, all of a sudden I'm looking at teaching virtually. You know, my, my private yeah. clients still want to meet with me, but they don't necessarily want to have me in their house. And, uh, you know, right, <laughs> not, right. that they, not that they don't like me anymore, but just for other reasons and sure. their own, own readiness. And so all of a sudden I'm pivoting into more of a virtual environment. You know, I'm, I'm okay. getting a personal zoom room and things like that, learning to set up parts of my house so that I can teach virtually right. and all these types of things. And it's been a wonderful way to connect with people in an environment that I never would have, I never would have thought of. Um, so teaching virtually has definitely um, helped and in another like aspect um, to my, to my business. Um, another Area that I, I've really experienced a lot of growth, especially in the past two years, not only is that virtual environment, but um, yoga teacher training certifications. So um, I not only teach yoga classes, but I teach yoga teachers to uh-huh. teach and become certified and be able to carry on the, uh-huh. the the tradition. And, you know, especially in the past couple of years, you know, a lot of people have had changes in their own mm-hmm. career and work mm-hmm. environment for Lots of different reasons. There's been a lot more collective introspection, uh, I think, because of, you know, people losing their jobs or things changing. They're working from home. Things are more flexible. And um, some people have decided that they want to learn a lot more about, a lot more about yoga. And whether or not they want to teach yoga professionally or or not, a lot of people come on the journey just to learn more, you know, to read the books, to learn about the philosophy, to go in deep and learn, you know, the finer points of, of yoga. And so people can come to me, um, you know, I offer annual uh, yoga teacher training programs right here in Woodstock. So if anyone's interested in becoming a certified yoga teacher or just wants to learn more about yoga they really enjoy their practice but want to go deeper yoga teacher training is is really is really the next uh step it's the next step and um another thing that I, i'm starting to offer in 2022 is things are starting to open up uh again is um yoga retreats so oh. yeah super fun yeah. so think about it like a little yoga vacation so it's like a vacation in a, in a beautiful uh, place um, with a lot of yoga involved. So you'd spend, uh, what I'm doing now are mostly self-care weekends. So um, mm-hmm. with Elohi uh, Retreat Center up in, uh, just outside of Helen, Georgia. So oh, these are that is are, beautiful. are local, you don't need a passport, you don't need to, um, <laughs> you know, get on an airplane and all that stuff. But yeah, it's just an amazing place near Mount Yonah that um, has some amazing spaces, a lot of natural environment, as well as some beautiful, um, you know, a spa and uh, facilities to facilitate a lot of meditation and yoga. And they have a beautiful meal service and all this stuff. And so you stay up there for a couple of days and, um, you know, kind of immerse yourself in a yogic experience. So it's a beautiful way to connect as well.
1: well. And it strikes me that a couple of things you mentioned might uh, Mm -hmm. work real Mm -hmm. well together, like a blended experience. So maybe you go to the retreat. And then we participate in some of the virtual for the ongoing or for the prep, or even if you have if you're taking a class, but you still might want to supplement that with the virtual. I mean, there's
0: it's a both and world, or it can be right. Absolutely, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Everyone's journey is is unique, and be able, you know, being able to, to tailor those experiences to what each person needs is is, is better. I have uh, you know some clients that absolutely will not go to a yoga class with other people. Yeah. for for whatever reason and I respect that and I've other people who like that environment the more people the better like yeah. some people really like to practice in that environment and so I think being able to pivot and offer both is um you know it's important it, it's important so that people can select and kind of personalize personalize their journey and how they want to relate to the experience okay so tell me more about
1: breathing Let me tell you, part of what
0: precipitates this
1: question, um, I've um, heard people over the years Mm -hmm. talk about, I've Mm. heard people actually uh, specifically express uh, the idea of doing breath work. Absolutely. Uh, I have a um, soon-to-be son-in-law. Oh, uh, wonderful. (laughs) My youngest uh, got engaged over Christmas. Oh, congratulations. They are both... Health nuts and I mean that in a very, you know, positive way. They live in Chattanooga, they're in the perfect environment. Oh yeah. She got a real job. She she fired me. She was helping me out here. Oh what? She got a real job with Echelon, the uh you know, the bicycle oh, wow. fitness yeah. company. Mm-hmm. And and yeah. they're both, you know, they're they're young and they're cute and they're fit and they eat right and all that stuff. And Matt, um, my soon to be son-in-law, he is beginning to do some breath work for a wellness outfit up there wonderful and of course we teased him about it you know but look okay you weren't mostly on in or out you know right, yeah, we, right. we, we teased him over preference? the holidays. but obviously this is this is a thing this oh so, it's so definitely say a thing. more about breath work and breathing if you would
0: it, it's definitely yeah, yeah definitely a thing and you know i mentioned earlier it kind of bridges the internal and the external worlds but uh, by listening to your breath or becoming aware of your breath it's A metaphor for the way that you are experiencing the moment, it's a way that you live your life, is the quality of your breathing. So if you simply, you know, lower your eyes, you know, sit still and observe your inhales and exhales as they naturally occur. And you maybe think about some of the words or maybe the the textures or the things that you're experiencing. Like what adjectives would you use to describe your breathing pattern, you know, in the moment? you use those same words to describe the way that you are experiencing and living your life in that moment. So it's, it's central. It's, it's important, um, you know, not only to a yoga practice, but obviously we don't breathe (laughs) (laughs) be around for real long. (laughs) They say like three minutes, you know, about three minutes. um, uh, most people will kind of transition to their next life without oxygen, but it, but it's a way to turn your attention, um, in inside a way to turn your attention inside and when you start to connect to your breath and you start to connect to your body which is what yoga encourages us at least the physical practice of yoga encourages us encourages us to do we move into a place of truth so your mind often lies right we have all these thoughts some of them come true some of them are real some of them are are not and actually. I would argue personally that most of the things that the mind conjures up um, are not real. They're just things that we conjure up in our mind. They're kind of stories that our mind tells us over and over and over again. But when you start to connect with your breath, your breath is the truth. You know, I am inhaling. I'm exhaling. My breath is fast. It is shallow. It's deep. It's rhythmic. It's erratic. You know, that's the reality of what you're observing in the moment. And, And it's a space. It's a space of truth. And it's the same thing with with your body. Again, your mind is often going to tell you stories about, oh, this could happen or that could happen or this is what a person is thinking of you or that's what a person is thinking of you. You know, all these external realities again which may or may not be true. But when you start to connect your breath uh, with your body and experience what it what it's what it's feeling you release all that clutter all that chatter from your mind and move into a, a place that is pure experience and pure reality exactly as it is without interference uh, without chatter from the mind without all these mental constructs which may or may not be based in in reality so by focusing on your breath and focusing on your body you you move beyond um, a space of delusion or illusion and we call that maya in the yoga world so you know, going through our, our daily routine, we might be doing this and doing that and thinking this and thinking that. Is it our true reality? Well, maybe. Maybe not. But if we sit and, and notice our breath for a little bit of time and we get into our body for a little bit of time, we can release things, whether or not they are true or not true, and move into a space of, of true experience. True experience. Yeah. And so there's...
1: um for the for the novice or maybe sure. maybe maybe for the expert <laughs> probably for everybody <laughs> is part of this having someone like guiding you through a series and like manipulating the breath a little bit just to get control of it and then or do you sort of maybe go through a an exercise. I'm going to do this kind of breathing for a little while. Is it? Is it structured? Sometimes
0: is it-, it it can be. Sometimes okay. I mean, okay. observing just your natural breath, just, just paying attention, paying just attention talking, to your okay. breath is the highest yoga practice that there is. It's the most advanced yoga practice that there is. Is sitting and observing your breath exactly as it is. But you know, a lot of times what we think of in yoga, particularly in the West, and by that I mean the United States, is we mm-hmm. think about being able to do certain things. Um, with our body, which, which is a beautiful part of the practice, putting your body in different shapes and doing all those things. And, and that's, and that's lovely. And, um, but, but another thing is we can use the breath itself in different ways, different breathing techniques in order to bring about certain energetic effects. So if we breathe in a certain way, we can boost our energy. If we huh. breathe in a certain way, we can calm ourselves down. If we breathe in a certain way, we, be, we can become more balanced and focused And so that can be helpful to have a teacher kind of guide you through those practices, again, to personalize the experience. But is it something that someone could learn a few tricks on their own by reading a book or going to a few classes or taking a few sessions and then maybe do on their own? Absolutely. You know, some people prefer always having that guidance. Some people are a bit more independent and are okay kind of working um, on their own. So, you know, breathwork is an entire field upon its in in and of itself. Mm -hmm. So um, as a matter of fact, there's eight limbs in in the practice of yoga. There's eight uh, limbs and and one of the limbs um, is called pranayama pranayama, which is breathing techniques. So one of those eight areas or fields of study or experience, one entire branch is devoted just to breath work and it's central to the practice. And then of course, another um, limb is asana, which are the physical postures so those are the two that most people think of when they sure, think of yoga. Sure. They think of the, the, the postures mm-hmm. moving into different shapes, and they think about, you know, breathing, And there might not. But there's still, you know, six others <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> that, are, that are out there. Um, and so um, that's always been um, it, very interesting to me and a great thing to bring awareness uh, to, because a lot of people don't think about it in those terms.
1: Well, what, what I'm beginning to love about this is there's, um, there's a place here for the beginner Mm -hmm. and it looks like you never really, you could never actually run out of getting better
0: and getting more benefit. (laughs) Right. right? There's always another level of, uh, yeah. There's always another level of experience and you know, there's lots of things out there for people to try and experiment. Um, I once read somewhere or someone told me, and and the source uh, fails me right now, but um, there's 8.8 million yoga postures that have been documented in in some way. (laughs) Can I do them all? No. Can anybody do them all? Probably not. It will take most of us lifetimes to even catch a glimpse of what all that might be about. But again, it's not only about, you know, the physical experience or being able to do certain things with your body. Um, It's really more about stilling and quieting the mind more than anything. And and there's many different ways to do that. Again, going back to your experience, being out in the woods. I mean, that's, that's a form. Well, now I'm going to pay a lot more attention to my breathing.
1: (laughs) You know, I try to be quiet when I'm hunting. Uh, well, well, sure. So now right. I'm going to pay a lot more attention to my breathing. I'll, you,
0: you, I will absolutely. absolutely yeah, that's well, look at that. How your yoga is going to inform your hunting experience. You think it's not connected, but it's all Boom. connected. Yeah. Everything. <laughs> it's all connected. It's all connected. So before we go, though,
1: let's do offer a little bit of counsel. I don't sure. know it's to the to the novice or intermediary intermediary or, or all the way through, but I guess my mind goes to the novice because that I, of I represent yeah. that pack. <laughs> yeah. uh, you know, somebody listens to this here um, sure. live today or or maybe on demand, right? Um, and maybe they hear it three months from now. What are some things that maybe they can begin doing just to begin to get their arms around some of the benefits of of this um, of, of this kind of? Are there just a, a few things we could leave them with, just something to start?
0: Doing Yeah, or not do absolutely. Maybe right. Not do- <laughs> <doing>. <laughs> I, I always like to teach to inclusion, you know, not telling people what not to do. I like right, to be, right. tell okay. people what they what they should do. And I would just say, you know, start to explore what's out there. And maybe it is um, finding a, a teacher or going to a yoga class or, you know, a friend who has a friend that really likes yoga, you know, maybe learning from them a little bit about their experience or about um, the teachers uh, that they that they you know, yeah. have worked with. Um, another thing too, and, and you kind of said you've done some reading yourself. Um, I started as a self, you know, study yogi. I just found a few books about yoga and started reading about yoga and absolutely fell in love with the practice and the philosophy and all different parts of it just by finding some uh, great, great books. And also, you know, especially and we touched upon it in our interview is in the past couple of years, there's a lot more high quality virtual instruction that is Uh out there that you can find, you know, for free or there are subscription services. Um, there's lots of different ways to connect with yoga, um, you know, very, very easily from the comfort of, of your own home or going out and experiencing it out in your environment. And so it doesn't really matter how you get there, but just mm-hmm. getting out there and, and starting to practice is, um, you know, a beautiful experience. And everyone's journey is entirely different. And so allowing it to unfold and doing those things that make you feel comfortable. Yeah.
1: All right. So let's make sure that we leave our listeners with a way to connect with you. Oh, wonderful. Uh, in, in, in whatever fashion is appropriate, whether it's email website, maybe mm-hmm. you have mm-hmm. some video stuff, um, but whatever would uh, give them a chance to have a conversation with
0: you or someone in your world. Um, oh, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. I would love to connect um, <clears throat> with anyone who wants to learn more about, more about the practice. And, you know the best way to reach me is through my website. It's yoga with So renee is with one e. Yoga with renee. One e. Yoga with renee. And there, there's um, lots of links to different things. Actually, just uh, oh, cool. last last week, I did some. Uh, video stuff so some video practices will be on there that will be available oh, um the retreat information will be on there um teacher training information will be on there and just this past thanksgiving i published my first book about yoga uh,
1: that was going to be my last question <laughs> oh man you, i knew it if, if, i knew, it. I knew, that knew you, it that you might be writing a, a book because yeah. i thought we talked about that a couple of, yeah right, so you so say more about the book
0: yeah. so yeah it's now out it's um published it was published right before um, thanks, Thanksgiving uh, holiday. It was the number one new release in yoga books on Amazon, the Sweet. number one new release in eBooks on on uh, Kindle, and um, the number one uh, Kindle release in um, exercise, dieting, and health uh, short reads. It's called Yoga Your Life. Yoga mm. Your Life. And it's a, a journey, a, a way that modern yogis can use the ancient wisdom of the eight uh, limbs, to bring peace and joy into their lives off of the mat. So it is a wonderful book, talks about the classic eight limbs of yoga, but in a very approachable way. It's a short read. There's a lot of personal essays, some that have to do with being in a yoga class, many which have to do about just living life, you know, being a mom, being a pet owner, all different kinds <laughs> of things that I've done and tying it into a yogic experience and there's a, a link there to the amazon page that will get you to the book but it is available on amazon amazon.com
1: well you well you, well, you sold one copy anyway oh I, no, I'm a Kindle so guy. oh well, you love, are oh good well, it's out there you, in kindle you can too. carry so many yeah. books <laughs> right. around with you right <laughs> right right. So, right. Oh, right no that's so but i can get it on kindle uh absolutely oh fantastic you yeah. got that all right so let's leave them with those uh points of contact again then the website all that yoga
0: stuff. with renee.com easiest way to do it you know sa- sign up for my uh newsletter there's a uh, Uh, links to the information there the different things that i do and you know if you're interested in working one-on-one or with a small group or you want to look at my teaching schedule and join me somewhere out here in in beautiful woodstock or you want to join me at a retreat up there in the mountains or you want to pick up my book and read it or you're thinking about taking that next step becoming a yoga teacher uh, please check out my website i would love to connect with the folks here in cherokee county specifically yeah
1: well, Renee DeLuca Eater, yoga instructor, author, <laughs> speaker,
0: facilitator. With, uh, <laughs> this has been so much fun. It has I been. I love an, talking about yoga. How I much time tell. do you have? I,
1: lo- I love listening to you talk <laughs> about yoga. It's been an absolute delight oh, having you in the been studio. my pleasure. Thank you.
0: Absolutely.
1: All right, until next time, this is Stone Payton for our guest today, Renee DeLuca Eater, yoga instructor at uh is it yoga with Renee? What did I what did Yeah, I write yoga down?
0: with Renee.com
1: works just fine. Yeah. <laughs> and, t- and website one more time again. Yoga with Renee.com. Yoga with Renee.com and everyone here at the Business Radio X family saying we'll see you next time on Cherokee Business Radio.